Essendon were seen to be there, but not always as the favourite destination. And uh, I think when the announcement came, there were a couple of people that went back, or looked back and went, wow, how big is that for the Bombers? There's no question it is a huge signing. And he has been good enough, he being Dylan Shield, good enough to join us on the eve of the Rolex Formula One Grand Prix, of which he is an ambassador as well. Welcome, Dil. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, good nice to talk to you. Good to be back here in old Melbourne town. It is nice. I'm actually uh, enjoying today's weather. It's a bit cooler for the first time this uh, this year, so I'm actually enjoying it. Are you Formula One head? You're an ambassador. Have you always been a bit of a racing man? I am now, Gary. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, no. Unfortunately, uh, living up in Sydney for the last uh, seven eight years, I couldn't be uh, have the opportunity to be a part of something like this. So, um, yeah, really, really lucky and fortunate to um, yeah be an ambassador for the Formula One this year and. I'll certainly be get, getting into it uh, next week. And Dylan, good morning to you. Uh, you're in great health, uh, great health and fitness at the moment. Yeah, hey Tim. Um, yeah, yeah, feeling really good at the moment. Um, yeah, had a great pre-season. I didn't didn't miss uh, many sessions uh, over the summer, and yeah, feeling really healthy is a, is a really good way to put it. And um, recovered really well from uh, the knock against uh, Carlton, and yeah, should be good to go for Geelong this uh, this Thursday. I guess it's a it's a really different feeling and uncomfortable feeling, maybe in some regards, to walk into a new club. How long did it take you to actually feel like, okay, this is my new home and I feel comfortable in my new surrounds? Oh well, to be honest, I mean, probably still going through that at the moment. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's still um, an uncomfortable feeling. I mean, new surroundings still, and um, you know, probably until I played a a handful of uh, games uh, during the season, I'll start to feel like it's uh, really home. So, um, you know, I've spoken to a few players that have made the move during their careers and, you know, it's it's taken them even longer at times to, to truly feel comfortable. How, how, how much did this consider, or did you consider this in your decision-making process of going to like a big Melbourne-based club that play in big games at the MCG, Anzac Day type games, they've got huge membership, that type of thing in terms of the experience of being an AFL player at a club like that? Um, oh, probably something that I, that I always wanted to experience um, you know, when I was as a kid, really, and and during my career at the Giants, um, obviously that was something that was a little bit different up there. You know, trying to achieve um, you know more growth of the game in a in a non football uh, environment in Western Sydney. So it's sort of I've thought that at some stage in my career, I'd love to be able to come back to Melbourne, which is home for me, and be part of a big club and and like you said, experience um, you know the big fixtures of the year. And um, yeah. That uh, was, a, was a massive part of the decision. How big is it, the Essendon Footy Club? Out there, uh, Tullamarine, the, the facilities are enormous and they just, Xavier Campbell's got the club flying, they've got an eSports team. I mean, just how big a setup is it? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's incredibly impressive. Um, I think most of the clubs, uh, from my experience, have got great, great facilities. It's just a matter of how big they are and, and, and how much more weights and how much bigger their gym is and how many football levels they have. So there's enough there for everyone to get their job done. But certainly out at Tullamarine Marine at the Hangar, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a, quite a spectacle and really impressive if you ever feel like having a look through it. Where are you going to play your footy, Dylan? There's been a lot of Essendon supporters listening. Where do you think you'll be playing most of your footy this year? Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the same player, just at a different club, Gary. I'm, I'm a midfielder and that's where I would like to think I do my best work and and certainly, uh, you know, have have stints at forward and, and um, 
you know, play my role down there whenever I need it. And uh, yesterday, some uh, bad news, I guess, uh, you know, for the team and for Carl Hooker yesterday. Did his, uh, did his calf, I mean, he's going to be out for, we're talking about maybe six weeks. Is that what you're hearing too? Yeah. Um, yeah, really disappointed for, for Carl. Um, yeah, he was obviously in rehab, um, tracking along with his uh, hamstring uh, injury. And yeah, really unlucky there to, to uh, injure the calf there. So... I think that's what they're saying around, you know, five to six weeks. And, you know, he's a really, really diligent, uh, you know, footballer and how he goes about his, his recovery and his preparation of his body. And that's something I've seriously observed in my short stint at the club. So hopefully he's, uh, he's going to have a smooth, smooth recovery and, and he'll be back soon because uh, I certainly want to get out there playing. Let's get back to some serious issues now. When you get to the football club, you've got to understand the history of the club and understand who the biggest names and the biggest presence in that football club are. So when it comes time to choose a number, you get presented with a number of different options, I would imagine. They say, this is available, this is available, this is available, and then this is available. <laughs> 32 was available. The, one of the great, probably the greatest player ever to play there. Started as a 16-year-old, just carried the club on his shoulders, and you've elected to go with number nine. Yes. Um, yeah, you put me in a, in a good one there, Gary. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I just thought it's probably too big a jumper for me to uh, put on, Gary. Um, I think Trav Caldia had it uh, just before I got to the club, but I thought, no, I'll, I'll go. I almost went number 20, which is a, a number that I wore throughout my juniors, so that uh, had a had a connection with me, but I um, opted to go with number nine, uh, and a, a close, uh, you know, a friend of mine, Adam Ramanaskis, wore the number, so it was, uh, oh, you know, no. had a pretty good connection with that number as well. Oh, we love Rama, but uh, he's not... He, he, Tim thinks you overlooked him for Brendan Goddard. That's what it's come down to. Uh, no, not at all, Tim. Not at all. No, no, I'm not disappointed at all, Dylan. Yes, you are. You're shattered. It would have been too much weight for Dylan oh, to have to carry oh, around. He's trying to get himself into a new environment, you're Gary. You're not talking. You've got the socks <laughs> up. Uh, no, not at all. Not at all. I, I hear you know, players and uh, clubs talk about chemistry and that type of thing and uh, how important that is. And I think in this day and age, the way the game's played, that understanding between players and the chemistry that exists over time or develops over time is such an important component. Do you reckon the Bombers have got it yet, or do you think that's going to be a work in progress again in the early parts of this season? Oh, I think um, yeah, I think the club's on a really good in a really good spot in terms of team chemistry and the team dynamics. Um, I've really been impressed with where the group's at at the moment. Um, there's so much uh, for the club to, to work on and build on to get to where the club needs to. Um, so I think. You know, the fans can expect that the, the guys are going to play a really good brand of footy this year and, and be able to perform at a really high level. So uh, the chemistry's there, Tim. Um, the guys are, you know, a really close group. It's just a matter of um, how consistent we can be with um, with our footy and our in our system. Hey Dylan, you're in a really good position to answer this question because you came from a club, a GWS, that was dripping with top-end talent. Do you see the same level of talent at Essendon or close to that same level of talent at Essendon? Yeah, um, seriously talented list. Um, I've walked into at Essendon, that's for sure. Um, yeah, obviously the Giants, we were stats full of high draft picks and, um, you know, some seriously talented uh, players. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Essendon certainly got, got plenty of that. 
Giants probably have had the, the most in recent years, though, um, from my understanding, talking to observers of football. But, um, look, it's it's a great thing to have, but uh, to, to play good footy, but it certainly doesn't guarantee you the end result. Um, there's a lot more work that needs to be done around talent and um, to get to get the, the wins on the board and ultimately win a, win a premiership because, um, you know, we've seen seriously talented teams uh, fall short in recent years. Who, have you had a look at round one, Dill? Yeah. Who yeah, the Bombers got? <laughs> my old mob, the Giants. So I was actually, for the first time, I was keeping an eye out when the fixture uh, was released. I was uh, extremely keen to, to check out... <laughs> when I was going to be playing the old mob. And, um, yeah, round one, back at home, or back at the old home in a spotless stadium, it's, uh, I uh, considered just remaining in Sydney for the pre-season. <laughs> There's nothing like getting it out of the road early. Now, what do you expect? And who's going to go to you? So who do you think will, will, will play on you? And who's going to give you the most lip? Uh, I don't know. So this, they're a serious team. I watched them... Um, Last weekend, um, yeah, pulled apart the Swans in the NAB Cup. They looked really good. Um, I don't know. I don't think they're going to have anyone go to anyone in terms of tagging. Be midfield, be midfield. Um, um, expect a lineup next to Cornelio or Taranto. And um, you know, obviously, Josh Kelly's a pretty handy player. I think he's going to be ready for round one. In terms of sledging, um, yeah. I, Heath Shaw is going to be uh, pretty handy, I would assume. <laughs> um, I'll be uh, watching out for him. And even Phil Davis, uh, one of my good mates, he'll uh, be happy to give it to me. All right, well, we're going to watch that. That'll be um, um, round one's always massive, but that'll be an extra special one. We look forward to it. Hey, very good of you to join us this morning. Uh, enjoy the Grand Prix being ambassador. I guess she gives you access to all areas, so you'll be able to wander around there with the chest puffed out and the hair nicely done. You'll be looking a million bucks. Well, when you're dressed by MJ Bale, mate, you sure, you sure do look it. So uh, I'll, be, uh, I'll be enjoying the week there. Hey, hey just hey, by... Hey, you're, you're a genius. An inspiration. <laughs> just... I've learned, learned from listening to you, guys. <laughs> hey, by the way, who is wearing number 32, uh, Dylan? Uh, great question, mate. Uh, I'll have to... Noah Down, I think he's got the number 32, I think. Mm. Well, it's a long way across the change room to, to have a look. So I'll have to well, get the, have get a look the, this morning and get back to you. Get the noculars out and have a look, will you? <laughs> He's not that impressed. <laughs> hey, good on you, Gil. Good luck. All right. Thanks, guys. See you later. Good anyway. Uh, who was it? Where's 32? I didn't. I couldn't hear it properly. Noah. Gown. Noah Gown. 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 Well, he can yeah. uh, make the jumper his own. That's that's the great thing about being handed a jumper, Gary. <laughs> Go down and present it to him. What? Oh, he's not. Is he's it, sucking lemons and whiskey. Is there just one of them, no, or two of them? He's not happy at the moment. We better take a break. <laughs>